0: This is Alan Appel, and you are listening to This Day in New Haven History on WNHH 103.5 FM and streaming live at newhavenindependent.org, Community Radio in the Elm City. Thank you for joining me on this October 13th uh, with my co-pilot and the time travel machine, Jason Bischoff-Würsel of the New Haven Museum. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alan. So, Jason, we have been spending this whole week deep in the heart of the mid to late 1950s when redevelopment is going bananas in New Haven. Yes. Uh, so tell us, let me see, uh, w- we are still um, reading, I guess, here a bit about what's happening at Long Wharf, and then because there's so much new development, the the Chamber of Commerce folks are reassuring us that if there's a fire, uh, they're going to know how to prevent it. Yeah, they got you covered. All right, so tell Yes. T-
1: so we're moving ahead. This is the year 1958, a uh, couple years after the idea, so about... Two years since it was last discussed in this current week of, uh, in October, uh, the Long Wharf project was in the current chamber program. And at the public hearing held by the Urban Redevelopment Agency to discuss the Long Wharf program, the Long Wharf plan was supported in full by your chamber. President Gerald G. Hotchkiss, appearing for the chamber, pointed out that the plan contains several proposals originally made in the chamber's 10 point program. These proposals were relocation of the produce market.
0: Check. That was done. Yes. Right.
1: Development of land on the west side of the harbor, west of the Connecticut Turnpike, as a warehouse and wholesale distribution center.
0: That's the Long Wharf Food Terminal. Yes.
1: Creation of a landscaped esplanade on land east of the espr-
0: expressway. And now, we think that is East Shore Park.
1: Yes. Uh, well, yes. And also, well, really just that strip of land there uh along the water. Veterans Memorial by the 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 food trucks.
0: Oh east of the expressway. Yes. Okay, but not 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 across the harbor. Yes. And what would actually oh, right, right, what would
1: right. actually become um there's there's a preserve today.
0: Long Wharf Nature Preserve. Yes. That's right.
1: Yes, which is uh nature preserve on entirely raw rel- new land. Right. Let that sink in next time you're walking down there. Uh,
0: Beautiful trails maintained by the New Haven Land Trust. Yes.
1: And development of a deep water terminal for ocean vessels north of the Esplanade. Added to the original chamber plan is the relocation of Sargent and Company which the chamber supports because of its belief that the city will be greatly benefited by retaining sergeants and fully developing available industrial sites on the harbor front. So they were working to keep sergeant here in town, that's part of how it's called Sergeant Drive, and the modern sergeant facilities would become, are still there today on Sergeant Drive uh, with the title Asa Obloi, who ended up was the company that bought Sargent's and absorbed them in. But the site they're moving
0: from is where Sports Haven is today? Yes,
1: today uh, the approximate area covers where Sportshaven is, its parking lots, the uh, Long Wharf buildings that were built, I believe those were built in the 1980s, finally uh thereabouts uh i want to say they were completed about then the office buildings the parks there um the the restaurant that's located down there so that was all part of the sergeant campus i mean it it was a massive complex by that point right and so the complex again was uh they were giving new facilities and they were in order to keep them here uh as uh a local business and industry vital to New Haven's economy,
0: and it a kind of back to the future because the in in the 19th century, uh, the the businesses and the warehouses were were clustered, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, literally around the old Long Wharf that went out uh yeah. three quarters of a mile uh, out into the harbor. Yeah, right at that point. Yeah,
1: and it kept, and so that Long Wharf still exists, but actually, the actual Wood part of it, all of that it still was sort of around at that point, but they did take that apart, but it's still in the same area, but that's just the tip of what once was uh, a mile into the harbor.
0: right, and we should mention that that area is uh, receiving a lot of, uh, of contemporary de- redevelopment attention, including the um, uh, the proposed finishing of the uh, um, the canal uh, dock boathouse yes which is going to be spectacular uh i believe and is supposed to be um uh the headquarters of a kind of revived um uh use of the of the waterfront for kayaking for um uh, University of New Haven is going to have some facilities there to do their uh, maritime research. So there's a lot happening down there, but it's different. It's not purely industrial. Right. It's a re- re- reclaiming of the waterfront for um, uh, recreational uses as well as industrial uses. Yes, exactly. Which is It's, nice. moving,
1: it's moving that boathouse, uh, which has had different homes as time went on. And the last uh, boathouse, the AD boathouse, was actually demolished. For the current cube bridge the, at the base of the
0: cube bridge, yes. and they retain some of the facade, and it's in storage, and it is going to be planted right inside uh, the entryway. Yes. Uh, to, oh, yes. To the new canal dock boathouse. Yes. Should uh, be spectacular. And actually, I did a story for the Independent. Um, they were they they uh, promised uh, if everything goes well, they will be cutting the ribbon and. In uh, the fall of 2017. Oh, it's the fall. Yeah, excellent. Yeah,
1: yes, I've I I know that project uh, fairly well. have we've uh, been working uh, as part at the New Haven Museum on a historical timeline that hopefully everybody will be able to see and visitors to New Haven will be greeted with a history of New Haven. Uh, I've been working on that project for
0: some time now. Well, I hope to see you at the ribbon cutting. But before that happens, Jason, um, uh, quickly there is a piece in here about Fire Prevention Week back in 1958. And by the way, do you know that it still is Fire Prevention Week here in 2016? This week is Fire Prevention Week. It's a good
1: thing. It is a good thing. You want to prevent those
0: fires. So uh, apparently members of the chamber uh, went to see a demonstration of firemen doing these uh, incredible things. Uh, and I assume uh, that this is taking place over uh, where the fire training school is today. Yes. But
1: here they would have mentioned it was new. So shown above are New Haven firemen rehearsing for part in the, of the demonstration planned for this Thursday, October uh, 9th. So they wrote this article a little bit earlier uh, and published it later. As the main event of Fire Prevention Week, this firefighters in action, demonstration, and luncheon will be held at the new Fire Department Training School.
0: So I guess it was new in
1: 1958. Mm -hmm. Proper training and equipment of fire departments is of utmost importance
0: to each businessman. And you know what really caught my eye on the next page? This is quite amazing. Remember, this is the 1950s in the middle of the Cold War, mm-hmm. and, and I was, I was a, a little kid at this time, and I remember drop drills in case there was a nuclear problem. And of course, if there was a nuclear attack, the fire department would be very busy with issues that were new to it. In the middle of the graph, it says, what, what the, the guests will see and hear the accuracy and effectiveness of the world's most modern methods of emergency reporting. They'll also be told of the fire department's approach to the problem of peacetime radiation, which will develop when atomic power is used in local industries. That's pretty
1: incredible. Well, that caught my eye. Yes. Um, that's that's suggesting essentially that atomic power was going to be used frequently and uh, that idea that, you know... Um, in local say, say, say a block was going to be powered by a little... Just flick the switch there. That, yeah. that didn't happen. Yes, no. <laughs> right, right. They will be shown the advantages and accomplishments of a planned inspection program and will be given a description of the new methods taught at the new Firefighters Training School.
0: Well, Jason, I actually got curious about Fire Prevention Weekend. and... I owe you a, one beer at Ordinary for knowing the, the first year of the car rentals. But turns out Fire Prevention Week was, 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 was um, inaugurated as a result of the terrible Chicago fire, and it's been going on since 1871. That makes sense. Uh, and that
1: also probably helped to uh, make fire departments more regulated and official as well. Because again, the fire departments, it's similar to police departments throughout the country, kind of began as community groups, volunteer and, companies, yeah, right? Yeah, and then eventually became more, uh, more official and and obviously regulated and and um, and part of uh, the city services and, and local services.
0: Well, and I, and I guess they, you know, the 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 amount of people killed in the Chicago fire, two hundred and fifty and a hundred thousand homeless. 17,000 structures burned, uh, you know, maybe the fire department took l- looked at this and said, my God, uh, our job should be as much preventing as yes. in putting out when right. they occur. So that was it, 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 interesting to think about when they, that, that those events uh, helped them re, uh, rebalance their mission. Right. Very interesting. Well, Jason, thank you very much for uh, taking us back to uh, early fire training and uh, to the activities at Long Wharf back in 1958. We have one more time travel uh, sortie to make tomorrow into the year 1959 here on this day in New Haven history. See you then.